All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back in with my good old co-host, uh, Travis Marziani, down there in Argentina for the time being. Uh, and today we're going to talk about masterminds and why you should join one, and most importantly, why you should join ours. That we'll be talking about later soon. So, uh, Travis, what's going on, man? Nothing much. Um, I think I'm getting a little bit of allergies down here in Argentina, but other than that, this last week I was somewhat productive. I worked on some YouTube videos. So we're gonna, for the website, we're gonna be releasing some pretty cool YouTube videos soon. And I'm excited about that. We already have a couple that are up. They're not really something that's easily like marketable to our audience, where this next one will be basically seven ways to take your small dance pieces and turn, turn them into like a really cool dance costume. So that'll be coming up. So educational how-to type of videos. Yeah, the, the other ones we had were how to dye your dance clothing, which is very, very specific, where this one's like seven ways to change it. And one of those seven ways is including dyeing. So I think this is something our audience will enjoy. Plus, it's basically saying, this is why you should buy our product and how you can make our product even better. And are you narrating it or is someone is like a voiceover video or is it actually like someone talking to a camera or what's the content? It's, yeah, it'll be my mom like talking to the camera, like showing throughout like, all right, well, if you put some fabric here, you can make this, you know, make this pair of shorts look like this or whatever. How about you? Any good updates? I didn't do much this week, actually. So I started reading zero to one again because it made me rethink a lot of the things I'm doing because one thing he brought up in the book was that, you know, to escape competition, you want to be a monopoly. Well, how do you be a monopoly? You do something that's 10 times better at minimum. And I was thinking like, you know, like is what I'm doing with this podcast or the wallet, is it really 10 times better than anything out there? And it kind of made me rethink some things. So just going through the book again and kind of kind of in a slump, but not really, I guess. So yeah, that's pretty much it. So you, are you thinking of restarting from something from scratch or just repositioning or how, what do you think of that? I, th I think it'll be a repositioning thing. I just haven't figured out what yet because I think to make a wallet that's 10 times better than what's out there on the market is a little bit difficult. So, so he says 10 times better from a technological standpoint, but you could also come from design, the customer experience. Uh, all this other stuff, the story. So, so I was like trying to figure out how do you take that into something more applicable, into something that actually you can implement in a business. So it's kind of working. So I'm going through that book again just to see if there's anything I missed because it was like a really dense read and it's super good. And we're actually gonna have a book club about this after this call to like talk about it some more with some friends who. Very cool. All right, so today we're going to talk about five reasons you should join a mastermind. We kind of go down the list why we're in one, and the one I ran previously, and kind of some improvements we can make, and kind of some plans for the future. So first one, accountability, focus, and motivation. So how I found you was actually through my own mastermind, the one I hosted here, and you were one of the attendees in a group, and then that's kind of how we got connected uh, after some calls. So what did you find kind of that was fun about the account accountability side? Uh, with that group. There's definitely a feeling of, all right, if you said you're going to do something and you come back to a group and it's like, oh yeah, I didn't do it. There is a feeling of how come you didn't do it? You know, so you definitely are mo more motivated to get things done when you have to report to a group of people as opposed to on your own. It's like, oh, I didn't get done to that. Like you can give yourself excuses and not feel too bad. It's like, oh, well, you know, I was busy. I, you know, I had to go out with my friends. But when you say that out loud, it just kind of sounds dumb. So you, you'll make sure you get stuff done, basically. And it puts your reputation on the line. I think Tim Ferriss had this thing where he had like a charity you could donate to if you had accountability issues. Like you could say, hey, I want to make 10 YouTube videos. And if you don't make it, you have to donate to this charity you hate because then it would like motivate you to like do it. But this is kind of like the same way. It, not like you have to lose money, but it puts your reputation in a place where people know that you're not going to do what you said you do. And 
It's not yeah, good. especially a mastermind group. You want people to take you seriously. Yeah, well, I think sometimes it's even hard to say when you want to do stuff. Like say, hey, I want to do 10 YouTube videos, but no one to hold you accountable for that. It's really easy to just let it slip and like you just let things go and you just don't finish them. So it's like, ah. Yeah, or sometimes you just plain forget about them. I think when you know that, oh, okay, there's a group of people that I have to report this to, it's going to stick a little bit more in your mind. Where I've had ideas all the time that, you know, a couple months go by and I look at my old notes because I'll have like a list of to-do notes and I look at them. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to do this. I should probably take care of this three months later. Uh, Number two, belonging, support, and relationships. So you just joined the DC recently, right? What has been your experience uh, in that master? I still have not been using it properly. And that's my fault completely. I've been relatively busy, both in the sense of like social, you know, going out in Buenos Aires and with the business. It seems like anytime I have free time, to be honest with you, in the DC, I don't have a huge sense of belonging yet. And I think it's because I haven't really been posting. It is so big. Uh, that's one of the reasons I'm really excited that you're going to be coming out with the forums is because it's a group of people that I feel like I can know. The DC, the problem has been that I feel like I'm going to post something and people are just going to kind of be like, no, you, that's stupid. Don't post that here. <laughs> should we talk about your first post on air or should we leave that? I, we can leave it alone. <laughs> but I didn't think it was, the, I didn't know, you know, it's, it's hard to tell like what kind, what the group was about. So I'm like, and the reason is because each forum, whether it's gaming, business, social, like there's a cultural identity you need to figure out first. I think when you first join, and, and it's the DC is kind of to a point where you have like a thousand people, uh, like the first 200 people are really tight, but the new people that join, you know, they come in and out. Not everyone's as active as they should be. So you don't really know, you know, who's doing what and kind of things like who does what. Like you don't even know if someone's posting, like, are they SEO guy or the e-commerce guy? You got to like click the profile to see all that stuff. Yeah. And I know you had a really good, you've had really good experiences with the DC, but I like the idea of things being a little bit more niche. That's why I like the mastermind groups we were doing because all these people for the first time I had, I really did have that sense of belonging. Like I felt like I could talk with these people about the things that I was interested in, the things that were cool to me. I remember when I first hired a VA, you know, I'd tell all my friends and they're like, we don't really care where I'd go there and people like, oh, that's so cool. What a big step. And it's like, oh, thanks. That's what I wanted to hear. So I've been in the DC for about two years now. So just interesting to hear you say that where I've kind of seen it grown from like 200 people to like a thousand now. Do you just go on there like every day and just kind of look around or? And so I live in Saigon here. We have about like 50 DCers here living here. So forums have taken kind of a life of their own. Whereas like, you know, like those space movies where like you have Planet X257. It's like his own colony and there's like a mothership in like Alpha Centuri, they ping back to, like report to, it's kind of like that for me now. So everyone in Saigon here, we have our own chat app, we hang out, we go to cafes, but we don't really post on the forums because we just use our own offline apps to talk to each other and we kind of do our own things and that's it. And then every time, you know, someone will drop by here, we'll hey, we'll show them around and like kind of that's it. So it's kind of like its own community, both offline and online. And it's just, you know, when you have kind of like this family, everyone does their own thing, right? You don't have like 200 people always hanging out at the same time. You just have different clicks uh, here and there too. Well, and, and for those that don't know, the, a big thing about the DC is the fact that it's location independent people. And that's why I joined it. And I was honestly hoping to meet more people in person. And I figured, oh, okay, well, I'm going to Buenos Aires. Like there's probably a good amount of people here, but there's almost nobody in Buenos Aires. It seems like there's a lot of in, in East, uh, East Asia, Southeast Asia. I guess it's like 
it's wrong to assume that their DC is everywhere. So, so, so there's like DCers in cities and there are hubs, right? I think the hubs right now are either Chiang Mai, Saigon, maybe Medellin in Colombia. I think there's like 10 people there. So, so the thing is, three people in a city is very different than 15 because there's a certain critical mass you hit when you have this many people around each other. And I think the benchmark is around like 15 people for it to really be a hub where you can just go to a store and you run into someone. Like, that's what I call critical mass, right? And I think cities like Buenos Aires aren't really there yet. Even New York's not really there yet. They have, like, 10, 15 people, but it's so big that, you know, it's not really a community in the offline sense. So, yeah, and the thing is, like, the back end in the DC, like, the geography is not that great. Like, it doesn't update everyone's location because of the way the API works. So you just got to, like, it's a lot of outreach you got to do. You'll be like, hey, anyone in Buenos Aires? And if no one replies to you, no one's probably there. I started another, uh, what's it called? Like a, a thread saying like, you know, are people still in Buenos Aires? And the response was negative again. And it was basically one person like, you really shouldn't post this as a thread. This should be a status. And I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Like I, I was asking like, is Buenos Aires a good uh, place to be? And, you know, any recommendations, blah, blah, blah. And I felt like people kind of like jumped on me for making it into a thread. And it's like... Guys, this isn't that big of a deal. I'm like one of the admins there. So the, what happens is that you have a thousand people in that Ning thing now. And it, it's more like a infrastructure problem. It's not like a DC problem. It's the fact that the software they're using, there's no subforums for like location groups, right? Everyone sees the main thing. So if I make a thread about what I ate for breakfast today, a thousand people are going to see it and it's going to be no value. So it's like these little things where it's like location-based. Because if I don't live in Buenos Aires, I don't really care about living there so it's so in a way they're just trying to filter out things that are more valuable and i think that's just like a forum structure problem like you just need a sub forum where location stuff goes elsewhere and you don't see it on the main page or you at least you let people navigate through different categories that i think is like the software that's lacking there the other thing that kind of bothered me that our mastermind or you know this mastermind will not have is i've had two skype calls with people and both of them i kind of felt like they were trying to sell me something they were both trying to sell me one of them was trying to sell me like seo services and it wasn't like blatantly obvious like hey you need to buy from me but there was that undertone throughout the conversation and the other person was some kind of software figure out like relevant bloggers in your niche and they just kind of disappointed me because i'm like i want to meet people doing similar things as me and I don't want there to be any kind of like salesiness to it. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's not to say that service providers are all pitchy. I think like some previous guests that were really cool, like I might have them in there. But the thing is the one, the software I'm using will have a special title. So you can see, I'll have a special title for like service guys in there that you can see on their icon. Like, oh, he's not a store owner. He's a service guy. Because even now, like in most forums, you can't tell what people are doing, right? Like you have to like go to their profile or their signature and then figure it out. So there's like some kind of improvements uh, we'll be making there, but but we don't need to turn this into like a bashing. No, I didn't mean that. I, I mean that it was just I'm actually trying to put it as like the good things about joining a more specific one over a more broad one. All right. So number three, uh, knowledge, lessons, and constructive criticisms. There was two things I, I noticed, and one was I'd get new ideas, like I just things I didn't really think about, uh, and the other one was just saying things out loud sometimes would help me come up with my own ideas. This was the first time I really talked to a lot of people that were also online store owners. So I'd say, you know, one of the big things was I used the Volusion platform to sell uh, as my shopping cart. And there was someone else that was using the same platform. And I'm like, well, you know, how do we integrate Amazon? Because there's this feature where you can sell on Amazon using Volusion. And the guy's like, don't do that. Just, just sell using the normal Amazon. Just list it using Amazon. And I'm like, oh. That's so obvious, but I didn't think about it until you said that. Like I spent all this time trying to get 
this feature to work because I figured that'd make my life easier. But in reality, it'd just be easier to do it from scratch. But I guess these things that you never know until you join and you kind of just have to go in with faith that you'll, these dots will connect, right? Like you didn't, I'm sure you didn't know that going into these calls, this is what you got out of it or one of the many things you got out of it, including being on this podcast right now, right? Yeah, that is, <laughs> I mean, best $99 I ever spent. The, the way I looked at it, to be honest with you is, it depends what your profit margins or everything, but if you sell what, an extra three to four items, it's paid for itself. Just talking with a group of people that have similar stuff, to me, it was, once I put it like that, from like a business standpoint, it was obvious. It's like, it's an investment into your business. It's not just a, hey, let's hang out with some friends and talk. Even though it is a little bit, it's it's an investment into your business. Like, I think the really exciting thing for me is that like the brand collaborations I talked about, like say if you sell dancewear, we get, I don't know, what else do you use in dancing? Like shoes or something like that? Dance shoes, yeah. yeah so yeah. say we, we can get some people that sell dance shoes in there. Well, then you can kind of work together. You guys can talk in the back end, maybe know each other through some Skype calls and you can just instantly you know, cross-pollinate. I think there's extreme value in that, just hanging around the right people. And I think that's what we're trying to build here into something bigger than just two of us uh, talking on a podcast too. Yeah, I mean, even similar things. Like there was a guy that emailed us. I don't, oh, no, I know, I emailed him back. But uh, a guy that emailed us about, he sells mud gear. He sells gear for people that do like obstacle races. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty similar. You know, it's both clothing. We both have very like niche, niche specific you know, people that we need to cater to, even though on the surface, it's like, what a dance clothing and, you know, mud racing. Those are probably the two most different subjects. What do they have in common? Actually, a lot. It was Malco from uh, mudgear.com. I hope he joins. That's that's all I'm going to say. So I think one thing we should do is also whenever we get these questions, post them on the public section of the forum. That way, when we answer them there, like anyone else, everyone else can see them too, right? Because when you just do an email like that, it's not scalable. When he sent us the email, there was like five questions in there. I'm like, oh man, I don't have time to answer all these right now, you know, but I'd love to. So I think the forum posting them there would be a lot more value. Number four, uh, peers, mentors, and advisors. So I guess for me, uh, one of the biggest things being part of the DC was just kind of why I moved to Vietnam too. I've never been here. I just moved here because I knew people were here. So it's like when you, you know, you want to hang out with more people that are like-minded. So you just kind of do that. And I think these things over time, they build into new connections. You know, some people here have bought some of my wallets. So certainly sales there, just having people to bounce ideas off of, I found that to be pretty helpful. Yeah. I mean, you never know when someone's going to give you that golden nugget that's going to take your business from something small to something huge. I mean, for me, once again, Amazon was one of those things. It's just a huge game changer. Yeah. And one guy we met, I met last year was Brad DeGraw I had on the podcast. He was one on one of the Amazon series. It's cool to just have him. He'd be like, yo, can you look at my Amazon listing? And he'll like do it. He'll just give you like 15 minutes of your time and he'll do it for free. And it's like, normally he charges people, I think 200 bucks an hour or something like crazy like that. Or I don't know. Cause he, he does that as a coaching business, right? But like where we know him in the mastermind, we've met before in person, like he just kind of helps you out. So I think things like that, there's no price necessarily on that, but it's value you get over time. So have you like actually found like one or two people that you would call like a mentor or is it all just 
kind of like a group of people that you'd call like advisors? Yeah, yeah. I would say from my experience in the DC, I know three or four guys that have been sourcing in China for the past four or five years. Oh no, probably like eight, nine years. And so what happened this year was I lost a few customer orders because I quoted my prices too high. And he was like, no, you should just ask your client what the budget is and then figure out if your margins work. And I was like, duh, like, oh, like, I should have. <laughs> like, this is like such a no-brainer, right? Like you ask them what their budget is and then you reverse engineer your manufacturing price to see if that's even doable. And if it's not, do you want to take a lower margin or do you just say, I don't want to do it, right? Instead of losing the order altogether because it's better to get, you know, something here than to take zero. So I was like, oh, duh, I should have done that. And now that's what I do every time now. Someone asked me for like a custom work. So it's, but it's like that. It's like, I would have never known that. It would have taken me like, you know, how many more orders to lose before I realized that too. Yeah. So number five, uh, collaboration and cross promotion. So I kind of talked about this earlier where, you know, if we have a group of people like-minded, complimentary brands, whatever, you know, there's, there's certain some good stuff that can happen to that. So to be honest, I don't think at the stage that my business is at right now, I'd want to sell like dance shoes and stuff on the website. I'm trying to make it like, if you want dance clothing, this is where you come like basic dance clothing. But I will say in the future, when we get a huge email list that I plan on getting, it'd be great for us to sell other stuff. Yeah. And you don't have to sell it. You could just do like a joint interview with this guy at this brand you see what I mean? Like, like when I say cross promotion, I don't mean you got to stock their inventory. You just do something simple as, hey, we're going to interview this guy that sells dance shoes. Talk about his experience, you know, his tips on becoming a better dancer. And then, oh, by the way, here's his URL. And you can do the same thing on his blog oh. or YouTube channel, whatever. Yeah, that's something I've been trying to do. And I've been like cold emailing different blogs saying like, hey, you know, we can guest post on your blog if you want. Or you can guest post on our blog. And it's surprising how little... Like what, how little of people actually respond to that? And I'm saying, hey, either we can guest post on your blog, which is giving you free content, or you can guest post on our blog, giving you free exposure to our audience. And a lot of people don't even respond. And I think it's because it is a cold email. They're kind of like, all right, what's your game here? Yeah, and maybe it's like an education thing too. They don't know that there's the power in leveraging other people's audiences, right? They think, oh, I got to build it all myself. It's all on me. But when you realize that you start talking to different people, whether it's in... Uh, you know, friends online that are doing the same thing. You're like, hey, there's actually some different dots you can connect together down the line. And it's just a matter of planting those seeds that down the line, they you have a big harvest. Yeah. So the most exciting part, I actually don't, I haven't told you the name of this. I just thought about this like five hours ago. So I, I was thinking like, you know, I'm in a couple other forums. They're called forums. Forums like, eh, it's like a kind of boring name. doesn't really entice anything. And calling it a mastermind is kind of like, eh, it's little weird like what's a mastermind like what's this concept you don't want to just say i'm like an online support group yeah I'm a, you're an aa basically an online support group yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like like there's no great way to call this so so i came up with a name earlier and i actually bought the domain i'm going to call this the e-commerce mafia Wow, that's very, the name is very Terry Lynn. Like it's very, it's 100% something I, I would see you coming up with, but it's cool. I like it. So I was looking at, you know, what organizational structures should I use this? I was looking into like nature, like how do animals group themselves? Is there something I can take inspiration from? I was looking, just Googling something. I was like, oh, mafia sounds kind of cool because I was reading Peter Thiel's book, Zero to One, and he's part of the PayPal mafia, right? In the book, he talks about a mafia is a group of people who believe something that other people don't, and they're working hard towards that same goal. So you look at like organized crime, you know, they're kind of like a family, right? And so that's kind of what we're all looking for, whether you're a guy making your own store in, you know, South Carolina, California, 
but Osiris or here in Vietnam. Like I think as humans, we all want some place we belong. And when, especially when this thing that we do, building your own business is a very lonely thing. I think when you call something like a family where people can hang out, have social things, discuss business, things like that, I think there's a... A lot of value in creating something like that. I think the first 50 people who joined, I'm going to give them a special title called the original gangster. And like, that's it. Like 50 people, boom. Like yeah. for life, that's your title and no one else is going to be able to get it. Yeah. So the tentative schedule right now for the Q4 2014 calls, we're going to start the week of October 19th. So basically every two weeks, late October until Christmas. The price for the actual mastermind group, are you going to set it at $99 again or? $99 for the people that joined this group, it'll be a one-time fee for life. Right, because what we're looking to do is we're looking to find the first 50 OGs to kind of get this thing kicked off. So when you do these calls after they're done, you can hang out on the forum, you can form your own groups, and you basically you're in there for life for as long as this forum's existed or until I get hit by a truck or even if you get hit by a truck, I'll keep it going in your in your yeah. honor. I promise. <laughs> yeah. So basically for supporting us at this early stage we want to also hook you up too so that's kind of the goal so basically when you do these calls not only are you meeting other people in the industry you can do calls with me or travis but also that after that you can hang out on the forums uh, and do your own calls or meet other people too. that's an insane deal i know there's other e-commerce forums that are something around 20 bucks a month. Well, and certainly once there's certain value in the form, we're gonna open it to other people, right? Because certainly we can't just limit to 20 people. Like I want more yeah. listeners, part of the family to join in, but certain after that will be on a super subscription basis. That's a pretty huge motivation to get on this mastermind group call list, I, I personally think. I don't and you get the title OG. OG, man. Only. Fifty people will get that title. That's worth a hundred dollars right there. Boom! If you guys want to join, uh, join this e-commerce mafia. Uh, you can go to ecommercemafia.com. It'll take you to back to build my online store. Actually, to that page where you can sign up for the mailing list, and then we'll send things out in like the next week or so. So cool! I'm, I'm really excited for this, guys. So make sure you join up because I want to meet you all. I want to get some conversations going and talking about e-commerce. It's gonna be exciting. I know ecommercemafia.com. I really like that name. Mafia isn't always the best thing, but I think it's a much better term than forum or whatever the hell you want to call it. Things like that. So join the list, and then I guess that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. And Travis, anything else before we go? Nope, that's about it. Yeah. All right, cool, man. We'll catch you guys next week. And uh, in the e-commerce mafia family very soon thanks for listening to this episode of the build my online store podcast if you want the show notes make sure to check out the website at buildmyonlinestore.com and if you got an e-commerce store every two weeks i lead a live mastermind call with about five or six of the listeners in two separate groups where we work openly together and solve a business problem that you have and we're all there to support each other so if this sounds like a cup of tea make sure to check us out at buildmyonlinestore.com slash mastermind thanks again for tuning in and i'll catch up with you guys next week